नमस्कार स्वागत है आपका एक बार फिर हसल टॉक्स विद भाग्यश्री में जून का महीना है मौसम में बहुत गर्मी है बट आई स्टिल लव दिस मंथ नॉट जस्ट बिकॉज इट्स माय बर्थडे मंथ बट दिस इज द मंथ ऑफ रेनबोज कलर्स एंड मोस्ट इम्पोर्टेंटली लव जी हाँ जून है प्राइड मंथ विच इज अफुल टाइम फॉर द एल जी बी टी क्यू प्लस कम्युनिटी एंड रियली एनी वन नॉट अ बिगेट लड़का लड़का सोए ये कोई ये है बेकार की बात है बिल्कुल बेकार की बात है क्या क्या होते हैं बहुत चलेंगी ऐसे बोला आप सोचोगे थप्पड़ी मार दे उसको तो ऐसे अब ये कौन ही यहाँ पे क्यों रख रखी है सो इंडिया हैज बीन सेलिब्रेटिंग प्राइड मंथ फॉर मेनी इयर्स नाउ आई एम श्योर आप में से भी बहुत लोगों ने रेनबो डीपीज लगाई होंगी वीव सीन ब्यूटिफुल प्राइड परेड बिकॉज सीरियसली आई बिलीव इंडिया इज ओपन एंड रेडी टू एक्सेप्ट लव इन ऑल फॉर्म्स राइट इंडिया एक बहुत ही ओपन सोसाइटी है इनफैक्ट होमोसेक्सुअलिटी हमारे कल्चर में है डोंट बिलीव मी कम ऑन वेन वी वर चिल्ड्रेन हमारे पेरेंट्स ने नहीं सिखाया था लाइक टू अस डॉटर्स मम्मी पापा नहीं कहते थे डोंट टॉक टू बॉयज या लड़कों को डोंट मिंगल विद गर्ल्स नहीं याद है जब बचपन में हम परमिशन मांगते थे मॉम डैड आई वॉन्ट टू गो आउट विद फ्रेंड्स टूडे पहला क्वेश्चन क्या होता था हु आर दीज फ्रेंड्स हर्षिता एंड ईशानी ओ वेरी गुड है सम चॉकलेट टेक इट अलॉन्ग फॉर देम हैव फन Same thing you was next time and said party with Harshit and Ishan. Whoa, हाँ, फिर पिटाई. I think Indian parents think partying with or being friends with the opposite sex in childhood is code word for Kama Sutra. But the day you cross the age of twenty, you're supposed to only be hanging out with or being in love with the opposite sex only. Then if you say I love Harshita or Ishani. <coughs> जर्नली इंडियन पेरेंट्स के लिए आज भी सेक्सुअल ओरिएंटेशन और सेक्स एजुकेशन जैसे टॉपिक्स के बारे में बात करना ऑकवर्ड या मुश्किल है मोस्ट इंडियन पेरेंट्स के लिए सेक्स की डेफिनेशन है दैट द बॉय इंसर्ट्स इज इंडियन कल्चर इनटू द फीमेल वैल्यूज एवरीथिंग एल्स इज इलीगल इंक्लूडिंग ओरल और एनल सेक्स हैशटैग बैक लाइव्स मैटर बट This understanding, of course, came from archaic laws like Article 377, जो कि thankfully अब unconstitutional declare हो गए हैं. Anyway, the point is, any sex is good sex, right? See, in a country like India, which is already a country of more than 1.3 billion people, the best kind of sex is homosexual sex because it leads to no post-production. In fact, you know what would help our population problem? More adoption. और आप जानते हैं हु इज मोर लाइकली टू अडॉप्ट गे कपल्स सो लेट्स क्लैरिफाई इट ओके होमोसेक्सुअलिटी इज अ सेक्सुअल ओरिएंटेशन ये कोई चॉइस या मूड नहीं है यार आज नाश्ते में पोहा खाके गे बनने का मन कर रहा है यू डोंट बिकम गे जस्ट रैंडमली ना ही आप किसी को इन्फ्लुएंस करके उन्हें चेंज कर सकते हैं ये सेक्सुअलिटी है रिलीजन नहीं The reason इतने misconceptions हैं is lack of awareness. We need to sensitize ourselves and our community. So, आज हमारे साथ एक बहुत ही special guest हैं जो आपसे अपना experience share करना चाहते हैं. He is no common man. Well, he is a prince. आज हमारे साथ हैं the Indian Prince of Rajpipla, Gujarat, H R H Manvendra Singh Gohil. 
Manvendra Singh Gohilji is the son and probable heir of Maharaja of Rajpipla in Gujarat. He is world's first openly gay prince. He runs a charity, the Lakshya Trust, which works with the LGBTQ+ community. Hello and welcome Manvendra Singh Gohil ji. Sir, welcome to our show. So, sir, today we have a lot of questions for you. Uh, so, are you ready to answer all of our questions? Yes, uh, thanks for having me on the show and um, I'm ready to answer. Great, sir. So, sir, first of all, we want to know that uh, as a prince, you had everything to lose. Uh, I'm sure that it must have been really scary for you to, uh, to come out of the closet back then. and if i remember correctly back then homosexual act was punishable by law as well so why was it so important for you to come out see there were a number of reasons uh, uh, primarily uh, uh, the, uh, i have seen that there is so much of hypocrisy prevailing in our country because in spite of the fact of uh, having a whole chapter in uh, kama sutra which was supposed to be one of the oldest uh, encyclopedias written in the world uh, and having evidence of uh, homoerotic form of uh, statues and sculptures and uh, paintings in different uh, temples which are also uh, more than 1000 years old uh, and yet uh, so much of uh, hypocrisy prevailing in the country that uh, people are saying that uh, this doesn't exist in our country this is against the culture against the order of nature so that was one of the reason and secondly i was getting uh, threatened by my own parents uh, they were kind of uh, they were kind of bullying me that like uh, oh you know you are doing something wrong and uh, because i came out to them much before i came out to the public so they always tried to change my behavior because for them uh, being gay was something wrong so they were, they were always trying to force me that no you need to change and if you have to live in this society then you cannot live this way and that way and also the, they kept threatening me they kept bullying me they said we will out you to your friends we will out you to the people you love and then those people will stop communicating with you so uh, that was another reason a third reason was uh, of course marriage pressure not just from them but also from uh, the people of my town uh, they also right. they were also kind of you know uh, even though we don't have those uh, powers and privileges uh, as my ancestors uh, enjoyed but still they were looking uh, for the next in heir to the throne uh, you know who is going to take over so that pressures were there of course yeah so uh, mm. everything just coupled up and uh, you know i my life uh, in a royal family uh, unfortunately uh, was not as rosy as people think we we are always uh, imprisoned we are not given the freedom to do what we want to do uh, so i was like a dog which was chained and when this small opportunity came to me from the media to uh, to talk my private life i just took that chance and i said okay before my mother and my father uh, threatened me at uh, and out me to other people let me come out to the whole world 
and uh, tell them wow. who i am i am and uh, bring the truth out so uh, but tell me sir uh, because like i can feel that uh, if, if i have to say keep a secret like i constantly keep thinking about it it does, does not leave my mind there's a lot of psychological pressure attached to it and then also like as a human we have a basic uh, need for love for acceptance so i i want to understand like what was it that you were feeling at the time how scary was it for you or what were the pressures that you were going through constantly scary definitely it was because uh, uh you know uh, uh, in our family especially in royal families or where families where there is lot of uh, reputation at stake and lot of things at stake you the the worst thing which can happen to you was i could have been killed you know uh because uh, people were not uh, ready to face the truth so uh, in fact you'll be surprised i did meet my own assassin uh, i'm i'm one of i'm one of the very lucky persons to have met my assassin uh, and yet i'm alive because how many people meet their murderers or how many people meet their assassins you know and i i met my assassin and uh, he was hired to kill me but uh, it didn't go through because uh, yeah that's a fact and uh, he, he uh, uh, why i have survived is because the uh, the uh, the the money which was offered to him by the people who wanted to kill me it didn't go through so you see for for speaking the truth what price you have to pay you know just uh, this, this was so I, and i was i was determined because one thing was for sure i i knew that i am honest and i am true to myself and uh, i i have drawn great inspiration from mahatma gandhi who on the basis of truth and honesty and non violence could get uh, india free from the britishers then i said why can't i get my people free you know uh, what is wrong in, in speaking the truth so did it ever cross your mind like questions like uh, will anyone ever love me for who i am see for a person like me growing up in a royal family uh, love doesn't exist you know and uh, because of the fact that uh, not many people know but in royal families and most royal families there is no love and affection between the children and parents we are not even raised by the parents we are raised by a nanny or a governess or a paid employee so i grew up thinking that uh, my nanny is my biological mother it was very much uh, uh, later in age when i came uh, when i got some maturity when my nanny used to tell me no uh, i am not your mother this beautiful lady who roams around in the house with makeup and all is is your mother and i was shocked you know because uh, for me uh, somebody who takes care of you uh feeds you go, takes you to school brings you back does everything uh, that woman is my mother yeah, you know yeah but exactly. yeah but so i never had good relations with my parents uh, right since the time i was growing up so naturally uh, i didn't have any attachment with them and i still don't have any attachment with them because i wasn't uh, raised by them you know that's why i grew up not even doing the definition of love i said what is love to me i don't know you know i i have never experienced it i have never experienced a natural love when i when i used to go uh, to my friends places and i would see the mother and son you know clinging to each other and like loving them 
I used to think, oh, really, mothers really do that to their children? I mean, this was something, you know, unseen. So when I came out, uh, the, you may be aware that uh, uh, my uh, mother and father, they publicly disowned me and disinherited me yeah, from I the... Yeah, so uh, uh, ABC, American Broadcasting Corporation, uh, they yeah. had come to India to interview me, uh, uh, you know, after my coming out happened. And the, the one of the question which they asked me was that, uh, how did you feel when your, mo your own mother uh, disowned you? So I told that. Uh, yeah. So so when when this question was asked, I replied back to the ABC. I said, Madam, when my mother did not own me, then where was the right to disown me? A lot of my friends, they reach out to me because I do a lot of counseling. And they ask me that, uh, how do we uh, manage to, you know, come out to parents and yet not, uh, uh, you know, face uh, discrimination? I said, look, you have to be ready for uh, uh, them throwing you out of the home, you know. So how, I, the first question I asked them, how much attached are you to your parents? And they said, oh, we cannot live without my, I cannot live without my mother. My mother is everything to me. I need her meals. I need to eat from her hand and I need this. And I said, look, if you are so much attached to your mother, then I'm sorry, you, uh, it will be very difficult for you to come out because the day she comes to know, you will, you will, you will uh, definitely lose her love and you will definitely lose her attention. You may not not get your mother's food anymore. Like uh, like you just said that you know because a lot of people I'm sure come to you for counselling. So uh, because from what we hear, there's a lot of misconception uh, uh, among everyone. I would say everyone for that matter, not a particular community uh, about the legal rights. So can you also shed some light, like maybe tell us a few basic points which are, uh, say, basic misconception that people don't know that, you know, these are the rights that the LGBTQ community does have. See, uh, prior to 2018, when the Supreme Court judgment was uh, announced uh, decriminalizing homosexuality, what was uh, there, there was a law which was formed by the British, uh, when the, the British colonized India, uh, mind you, it was not an Indian law. It was a British-made law. Indians, there is no, there is no law uh, yet made in India yet which is anti-homosexuality. There is no law. Okay. It was a British-made law which said that uh, any kind of uh, unnatural sex which is against the order of nature between a man and a man, man and a woman, and man and animal, uh, which is uh, penetrative but uh, doesn't result in procreation is a crime. Which meant that even that uh, which not many Indians even know this fact, but which meant that even a married man and woman in India, if they are having sex and not producing a baby or not producing a child, then then both of the husband and wife could be could be crime. Exactly. So the whole country. Uh, whole country would be criminal, you know, <laughs> who has sex only to have babies in India or anywhere, you know. So I think, uh, I mean, don't you think our culture would include, like would take in account that uh, we, like we wrote Kama Sutra and we wouldn't have such laws? Yeah. So why can't we have laws based on Kama Sutra? 
So who is Queen Victoria to dictate uh, on uh, our country? And when, especially UK, Britain itself did uh, did away with uh, anti-sodomy laws, and they also liberalized uh, homosexuality. When you can have Elton John getting married in the same cathedral where Prince Charles got married, then uh, why why is our country carrying on with the British laws? So, but uh, the uh, the problem was that. Uh, Nobody went to the court uh, to challenge this law because everyone was enjoying the freedom. It was the homosexual population, it was the LGBT population who was denied the rights by this law uh, continuing in the Democratic Republic India because our, our Indian constitution saved us. In the Indian constitution says that we are giving uh, free rights to the or you know the equal rights to the indian citizens and the the four rights uh, which the constitution talks about is right to equality uh, right to live yeah. with uh, dignity and respect right to privacy and right not to be discriminated these four rights were denied to the lgbt community uh, in spite of the constitution giving us the rights so we knocked the doors of the court and said look this law this anti-sodomy law, which was created by Queen Victoria, is uh, is creating a problem with us, and these four rights have been denied to us. So we need to change the. We need to amend the law because uh, otherwise, uh, uh, the Indian Constitution carries no meaning when they are not even able to give rights to its Indian citizens. You know. So, yeah, so we knocked the doors and we got rights for the entire country. It was on the humanitarian grounds and LGBT rights are nothing else but human rights. We are also human beings. We also need, we also need the right to live with uh, dignity. We also need the right to uh, have e equality. We need to have the rights to not to be discriminated. And we also have need rights to, uh, right to privacy. What we do in the bedrooms, in our bedrooms, what is the government to do that with that, you know? Lost. Great. That is some great news. Uh, sir, now tell me. So, we see a lot of slurs which are hurled at LGBTQ plus community or anyone for that matter who's different. Uh, I, I don't want to name these things because I think they're really derogatory, but I know what you, we are talking about here. Uh, so, you tell me, how can we sensitize people? Uh, like even children or people of all age groups like I think there's a huge need to sensitize everyone to educate everyone so please tell us a couple of possible solutions according to you a very good point you raise because say, see even though we have a we have a legal recognition now we have a strong legal base now after the 2018 judgment but a lot of work needs to be done to get the societal ex acceptance Socially, we need to really, this, the challenge is bigger to, to, you know, get the society to change their mindset to accept us. And uh, for that, we need to do a lot of sensitization. And I think the root cause, whenever I see an issue, I, I like to go to the root, root cause of that issue. So the root cause of the issue is that our education system needs to be changed. So sex education, first of all, should be there uh, at the right age for the, for the student. Uh, because we know at home parents are not going to talk. They don't talk about sanitary napkins when the girl comes to age for menstruation. So forget about, yeah. you know, talking about sex and all the parents are not going to talk about it. Yeah. 
so that's it's uh, we need to work with the government we need to uh, do a lot of advocacy with the education ministry to see how basic sex education uh, comes in schools uh, and colleges also uh, higher in high schools and along with that there should be a chapter on lgbt issues also uh, another thing which uh, which is happening in india and i'm i'm really happy to share that is that even though parents don't want to talk about sex schools are uh, hesitant to impart the sexual education students have become very conscious now and aware because of the social media and lot of other uh, awareness uh, happening and they are taking a lot of initiative uh i get i get so many calls from students uh, wanting to come and meet me to interview me uh, to record my uh, uh, you know questions they want to record no more about lgbt issues i get calls coming from uh, uh, you know uh, students from universities colleges schools uh, i uh, i'm getting invitations for ted talks i've already done 13 ted talks in india students are the future of any country future of any culture any society if we are able to uh, aware make them aware of the facts if we are able to inform them uh, and give them the right knowledge then they will be much better citizens or much uh, better aware citizens of our country than than today's citizens are talking about like you know a brighter and kinder future like you just mentioned so uh, let's also hustle into the same so you tell us like what are the initiatives or the new you know projects that you are working on so currently i am working on this project which came up from my own life story is that uh, i am developing a community campus for the, the lgbtq plus uh, in uh, one of my royal establishments here in uh, rajpipla my my hometown uh, and uh, this this came up because uh, i felt that uh, if a person like me can be disowned and disinherited from the family anyone else would would be struggling in my in the same position so i am creating the aim of this campus is to provide social empowerment and financial empowerment so my my idea is that uh, uh i want to teach uh, skills to uh, the community make them financially independent on their own they, so that they can live uh, the life with dignity and respect uh, and not get subject to stigma and discrimination and at the same time uh, live life with because see if you are financially on your own nobody can do anything to you you know even parents can't do anything there because you're 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 on your own secondly uh we i am building up a social support system because in the eventuality of uh, of our community coming out to their parents and the parents disowning them and then they are rendered homeless and they have no place to go and uh, they go into depression and suicidal tendencies and all come i i am i am also creating a shelter home here that uh, if, the, if, the, if the person is thrown out at least he has a place a refuge he can come and and stay yeah. here that's that's just amazing sir honestly the things that you've brought to light um, like either from your personal journey or like you know shedding light on the rights and just basic uh, knowledge that i think everyone needs to have so it's it's been fabulous it's been enlightening i cannot tell you how thankful we are for this 
so thanks a lot again sir thank you so much for having this chat with us telling us and educating us we are really grateful thank thanks for having me here yeah is sal पैंडमिक और लॉकडाउन की वजह से कई एल प्लस यूथ इस वक्त आइसोलेशन और हॉस्टाइल इन्वायरमेंट्स में फंसे हुए हैं विच कैन लीड टू एंगजाइटी इमोशनल स्ट्रेस एंड डिप्रेशन ऐसे में एल प्लस कम्युनिटी हैज टर्न टू सोशल मीडिया एंड इंटरनेट इन सर्च ऑफ सेफ स्पेसेस। अगर आप इस वक्त ये पॉडकास्ट सुन रहे हैं तो आई रिक्वेस्ट यू to create that safe space for them please try and be that safe space for them to be able to express themselves and feel accepted because love is love chand mein kuch kaha raat mein kuch suna to bhi sun be khabar pyar kar oh ho ho pyar kar time now for a final section read listen watch This week's reading recommendation is a satirical study by the beaverton.com titled Children raised by LGBTQ parents less likely to be complete accidents. This week's listening recommendations are Pride by Prachi Mashru. Why is it that every time I'm holding my girl best friend's hand in public I'm being told that it's illegal? Hi government talking to you. Oh look section 377 is here again. You don't know what that is? That is your freedom taken away in a nation known for fighting for freedom. That is your freedom taken away in a nation that claims to be celebrating freedom since 1947. What freedom are we celebrating? They can't marry who they want. Sorry. We can't marry who we want. I say we because why are there a community? Why are straight people not in this community? Why is there a community? Why can't there be no community? And Badal by Jasmine Sandlers. Zindagi lagdi haseen ji. And finally, this week's watching recommendations are a French show called La Foe on Netflix and a Brazilian show called Omniscient on Netflix. इस हफ्ते इतना ही फिर मिलेंगे अगले हफ्ते को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट